the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We've been sharing a powerful message with you that's called Being Imitators of Christ. Every born-again believer has been given the admonition and the assignment to be imitators of God. So that we can successfully imitate Him, God gave us the perfect example of somebody who successfully imitated Him. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who shows all of us, sons of God, what it looks like to be an imitator of God. Jesus was the perfect example to help me and you imitate God just like He wants us to do, so that we can represent Him and show forth His glory like God wants us to do. When we conform ourselves to Jesus' example of how we're to live our lives, we'll live the kind of life that God wants us to live, a life lived that successfully imitates the Father. That's the kind of life that we all should want to live. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Go back to verse 22. It says the light of the body is the eye. What's the light of the body? The mm-hmm. So he's talking about people's eyes here. If therefore thine eye be single, thy eye be what? Single. Thy whole body be full of light. He said, but if thy eye be Evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, ooh, 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 how great is that darkness. Now notice, there's something I, I noticed. I don't know if you're going to notice it. You're going to notice it after I tell it to you, though. Praise God. And, and that's that he said the light of the body is the eye. Therefore, if thy eye be single, thy eye be what? Single. He said, then thy whole body shall be full of light. Pause button. One of the things I love about God is that God created a binary world. And everything in this world is binary. It's either all four. It's either right or. Are you listening to me? It's either black or. Hey Amen. That's how I created everything. Everything is just binary like that. You either do it or you. Everything is binary. Ain't no in-betweens up in here. So whenever you read scripture, God always shows you what the opposite is. He'll show you what it, this is and he'll show you what the opposite is. So it's either yes or it's. It's either right or it's wrong. It's either on or it's wrong. They either ugly. Amen. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> I'll just take that one back. Don't, don't, don't include that one. Don't include that one. <laughs> you know, amen. Don't, anyway. But the point I'm saying, yeah. Thank you. Get me out of that one, brother. They're all beautiful. Praise God. Amen. But anyway, <laughs> to somebody. Amen. Anyway, praise God. But the point I'm trying to raise is either one or the other. Ain't no in-betweens. God says here, if your eye be 
single, your whole body be full of life. But instead of going to something else, he says, if your eye be evil, which means anything other than single, your eye is evil. Which means if you look at more than one thing, single is one thing. If you look at more than one thing, you are automatically now have an evil eye. Why? Because God didn't make cockeyed Johnny. Where he looking at everything at the same time. God designed your eyes to work in tandem to look at one way at one time. Look at one way at one time. Y'all not working with me up in here. One way at one time. That's where God designed your eye to be. See, Kaka Johnny, he don't want to look at three, four, five. He wants to say, hey, you, come here. And about five, six people from different areas come. Praise God. God that ain't what God designed your eye. God didn't design your eyes like a salamander. You know, one eye over here, one eye over here, and they moving separately and stuff like that. So that you can kind of like look at her and look at her at the same time. You can kind of keep your eye on her and keep your eye on her at the same time. You can look at him and then this him over there at the same time. But see, this is my, this is my, you know, before seven fella. And this is my after 10 fella. You know, I need three hours sleep to rest. Praise God. You know, you know, no, see, no, it, it don't work that way. God said, your eye got to be single, which means that once you put your eye on one young lady, it's supposed to close it off on all the other young ladies. Once you hook up with one brother, come on, brothers in the house, say, hey. once you hook up with one brother, you ain't supposed to be eyeing everybody else. That's evil. Now, we ain't man a heck of it like when we're talking about our man, our woman. What about your God? God said, because I designed your eye to look at one thing at a time. Me. I'm the author. I'm the finisher of your faith. I'm the glory of your head. I am your alpha. I am your omega. I'm your beginning. I'm your end. I'm your everything. I am your joy. I am your peace. I am everything. I'm your righteousness. I'm your sanctification. In fact, I'm your Sabbath. I'm everything to you. Are you listening to me up in here? I'm your savior. I'm your Lord. I'm, I'm the one that stick closer than a brother. It's all about me. Are you listening to me up in here? But see, if that's the case, then we got to let loose of everything else. But the church don't want to be letting loose of everything else. Don't want to be. That's continuous presence since ghetto. They don't want to be letting loose of everything else. They want to have God and everything else. They want to God, God and the world. Still want to dress like the world. Walk like the world, talk like the world, live like the world, you know, give like the world, do all kinds of things outside of what you're supposed to do like the world. Are you listening to me up in here? While we still gods, you alone, God, are worthy. Really? If we could cut all the words and just watch the actions, what would they be? Look at your neighbor, say, Selah. Just pause and think about that. Praise God. See, a person can only have one master. Either we're going to love one and hate the other, or we're going to hate the one and love the other. Yeah. We're either going to love one and hate the other, or we're going to hold on to one and let go of the other. The question is, which one? Will we love God and live the life that he wants us to live, or will we love the world and, and live the life that Satan wants us to live? Choose one. Will we 
hold on to God's commandments and be imitators of God and live the life that he wants us to live? Or will we hold on to the world in his ways and be imitators of the people of the world who don't know or love God and live the life that Satan wants us to live? You know how we try to imitate the ones that don't know God. We try to act like the folk on the video because we don't know how we're supposed to be. We try to act like everybody else, praise God, other than the one that God told me and you to be. He told us to be imitators of him as dear children and walk in love even as he walked loved us. Now see, up in here, everybody asks, oh no, I'm going to do it with God. I love God. I'm going to hold on to God. James chapter four, please. James chapter four, please. Hallelujah. I'm going to let the first pastor of the first church talk to you too. I'm going to bring in a guest speaker right now. I'm bringing in the first pastor of the first church. I'm going to let him talk to you. Hallelujah. Before I do, I'm going to warn you. You think I'm strong. You ain't seen nothing yet. James chapter 4. Some people say, Pastor, you sure is strong. You should have read the first pastor of the first church. He was like straight down the middle with him. In fact, come on, BBBS. 50% of everything he said was in the imperative. Which means I'm telling you this straight up, straight down the middle. I ain't bluffing, I ain't fluffing. I'm hollering straight at you. This one, you don't believe me? Let's read this. Now he writing, now this is to the church. Who's this to? This to the church. Who's this to? Verse four. Ye adulterers and adulteresses. Paul's button right here. Everybody say, dang. Pastor ain't called me that yet. Go ahead and tell me. Say, Pastor ain't called me that yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's because he's been a pastor a little longer than me. Praise God. I'm, I'm working my way up. <laughs> I'm just, a, I'm just a, a rookie compared to him. Praise God. Homie. <laughs> he called her. He, I bet you he got, no wonder they were scattered. All over, no, for real. <laughs> That wasn't the reason why they were scattered. Praise God. Anyway, James chapter 4, verse 4. He said, ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the, that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Huh? You don't know that? Whosoever therefore will be friend of the world is the enemy of God. He said, don't you know that? Huh? Know ye not that the, that, that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. I mean, dang God, just friendship with the world. Yeah, friendship with the world. That word friendship right there, this deep means fondness. Fondness. Oh, now, now we're getting to something here. Because he said, wait a minute, they just fond with the world. Well, you know, all I'm doing is talking to her. All I'm doing is just going to lunch with her. I mean, we can relate to one another. You know, we can like laugh. You know, we talk. We ain't doing nothing yet. Because right now we just fond with one another. See, God says fondness of the world makes you an enemy of mine. Fondness. See, a lot of us are still fond of the world. We're fond of the lower world's music. We're fond of the world's movies. Hallelujah. We're fond of the world's videos. Come on, you know. We're fond of the world's drinks. <laughs> Give me, I mean, I live in San Antonio now. Give me a margarita. <laughs> we, we, don't, don't look at me like I'm crazy. We're fond of the world. 
We still have an affection for the world. That's what define this man. We still have an affection for the world. We like the music. That's why we got to buy all the oldies, the oldies but moldies, and we still listening to all that, you know, you know, songs like I Wish It Would Rain and, and, and Cloud Nine, mm. you know, other temptations. Y'all don't want to work with a brother up in here. <laughs> and we're trying to remember, and we remember back all this stuff. <laughs> that was my jam. <laughs> Yeah, this, this was fun. I remember this. Remember back when you was going in the club? <laughs> I mean, we ain't there no more. Praise God. But remember when, <laughs> remember when we was in the club? We still fond of the world. He talking to believers here. Fond of the world. Can I put a part? Just let me, let me get past this. I'm for real. I, and I'll be all right. Let me pause button right here. I'm still stunned. Just short of amazed at how the world that God delivered me from is the one that the church is running to. That the lifestyle that God delivered me from, and I'm on the highway, on my way to heaven, the highway to heaven, and I'm looking on the other side of the road and I'm seeing church folk going in that direction the way God delivered me from. Where Christians try to get just as close as they can to the world. They try to get their feet right up to the edge of the world. They try to get as close as they can. I ain't really in it, but you know, I, I, I like it. If somebody delivers you from a burning boot building, fool, you don't try to get as close to it again. I ain't talking about y'all. I'm just expressing myself. If he delivers you from a world... You don't try to get back up in there. I can handle it this time. I know how long to hold my breath before I run back out. <laughs> I can handle it now. I was in the club before, before I was like doing everything. I'm holy. I know how I can do. So I can go back up in there now. What are you doing? That's just, I'm okay now. I'm, let me pause button off. Pause button off. I'm okay now. Praise God. But the reason why that happens is because the church is fond of the world yes. that God delivers them from. Mm-hmm. They're still fond of it. Oh That's why they love it. They just actually love it. Uh-huh. I mean, when, you, when it's time to put on a Christian face, it's like, oh my, oh no. <laughs> but if the truth is anywhere they're told, yes. we still love it. Yeah. We're still fond of it. Uh-huh. I know I'm not supposed to be with her. I'm just fond of her. I want the best for her. <laughs> you want the best for her? Get your little tail up away from her. Because <laughs> you ain't for her. Are you listening to me up in here? Mm-hmm. We still fond of the world. Sometimes we don't, we, you know, we Christians now. Nah. So because of that, we ain't trying to hook up with nobody. We just go on porn sites. We just, we just, we just, we just come on now. According to Jesus, you might as well have jumped in there and got, Amen. Anyway, because according to Jesus, that's the same a thing. Hallelujah. Looking at somebody you ain't supposed to be looking at. Grinning. What you looking at? See, you fond of the world because the world be like, you would. I'm grown. And you like, I'm grown. I don't care what that pastor say. I'm grown. It's not like I'm doing anything. 
According to Jesus, you are. We still fond of the world. We still playing games, getting as close as we can. We want to dress like them. We know we're going to church, so we want that dress just to hit just right, just so that we don't have to pull it down every time we stand up. Praise God. We just want it right up under the crease. We just want it right there. Amen. Right there. And we learn how to just bow like this now. Praise God. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. We know how to get that thing just right. Praise God. We know, we know how to get it just right. We know how to get it just right. Just in case anybody like the hill country. We, 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 like, we, we know how to get it just right. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. What are you doing? God's trying to talk to his church and say, come on. Wake up. What are you doing? Come on now. Half the brothers up in here just got saved a month ago. And so as soon as they see you trust me, they is not thinking about God. They might be saying holy like holy, holy, holy. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but it ain't the godly one. Now you listening to me over here. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> what are you doing? Causing your brother to fall. Because you know you're way too fine to be exposed and all that. You know, God put you together way too good to be looking like that. In fact, if you got to do like this three, four times when you first try it on, put that one back on the rack. Get it longer, get it to fit. You don't want everybody to be reading the, read, reading the, the label in the back of your drawers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Let's go. James chapter 4. He said, verse 4 Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship, your fondness with the world, is enmity against God? That word enmity right there means hostility. It's hostility to God. See, it's hostile in God's eyes. It's hostile in God's eyes. By implication, it means, I like this, a reason for opposition. By implication, it means a reason for opposition. See, our fondness with the world becomes a reason for opposition to God, a reason for opposition to the things of God, and a reason for opposition to ways of God. Much less the life that God wants us to live, it becomes a reason for opposition. Well, I don't know about all that, Pastor. I don't, I don't agree with all that. You know, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I mean, I've been working out for a month now. I'm finally got that thing taut and tight. So what's wrong with me showing, you know, my efforts of my efforts? <laughs> Them other ladies in there, they just hating. Because I'm all taut and tight. They just hating on me. <laughs> Y'all turn to your neighbor and say, I told you don't be hating on him. <laughs> Amen. Just because I've been into the gym, they're going to be hating at me. No, baby. You, you just have a reason for being in opposition to God. Because the world is now in you. Because you still have the world in you, so you have a reason to oppose what God says. You have a reason to oppose. See, whenever Satan teaches you something, he enlaces it with the opposition to everything that God's about. Because he's opposed to everything that God's about. That's what makes it difficult to bow your will and bow your way to what God has to say. Because you have reasons within you why this is okay. Yeah. 
because you're still fond of it. It ain't like I'm getting blowed or nothing. I'm just relaxing myself. It ain't like I'm like cashed out or nothing. I'm just relaxing. It ain't like I'm, you know, I got, you know, so I don't care what pastors say. Ain't nothing wrong with all that. Ain't nothing wrong with all that. You got a reason to be opposed. And that reason is not given to you by God. Because we're supposed to be quickly willing to bow our will and bow our way to whatever God has to say. We're not supposed to look for a reason. to. It's okay. Don't worry about it. You don't have to look for a reason to oppose it. We don't have to look for a reason to oppose it. Are you listening to me up in here? Because the fondness of the world is going to give you a reason to oppose it. That's why when I say something like forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as a manner of some is, which is the word of God, which means show up at church. Praise God. That's just a paraphrase of what it means. Show up at church. Praise God. Hallelujah. I ain't got to be there all the time. I mean, what do you think? I ain't got no life to live. I ain't got nothing else to do. Plus that, ain't this the Sabbath? Ain't I supposed to be resting? Plus that, I, I know the Bible. I can read for myself. I can pray for myself. You ain't going to read nor pray. Now tell the truth. Praise God. I, I, can, I, can, I can hold church my own self. Now why are you opposed to what God is so easy to do? You got a reason for opposition. It's because it's your fondness with the world. It's, how am I supposed to sit there like that? Especially after I've been at the club all night. How am I supposed to sit there all day? <laughs> it also, that word enmity also translates hatred and enemy. That word in, in, enmity also translates hatred and enemy. Our fondness with the world, which, which, which becomes the reason for opposition to God, and the things of God and the ways of God will eventually turn to a hatred. Our fondness with God will eventually turn to a hatred. That hatred will eventually cause the person to see God, the things of God and the ways of God as their enemy. Because Satan, once again, that thought, once he gets up in there, it's going to eventually try to turn you to an enemy of God. Why he keep preaching that stuff like that, talking about holiness? Why, he, why don't he preach something like everybody else preach? Why don't he preach one of them fluff messages and stuff? Tell everybody about grace, grace. Why don't he just tell them that? Where's God? Why, why I got to live right? Why I got to act right? See, I'm tired of listening to this preacher. He always talking about I ain't doing something. He always talking about I ain't living some kind of way. I ain't come here for that. I just want somebody to tell me seven steps to a good life. 14 steps to having a successful life. You have big churches, you, you do stuff like that. You do stuff like that, you have a big old church. Because everybody like, oh, that's a preacher for real right there. But soon as somebody say, live like this, oh, see, oh, see, you hating on me. You, you judging me. You, you, God's trying to help you. Because remember, all this is in the fellowship of love. I loved you enough to let you in just like you are. But I also love you too much to leave you like you are. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. Come on now, don't get mad at me while I teach real good. I ain't talking about nobody up in here. But if you went and got your girlfriend from the, from the trash can, you don't want her to keep dressing like that. You're going to clean Chicky Poo up, aren't you? Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing God's desire for us to be like Him. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of living our lives imitating Him like He wants us to do. Because if we do, then we'll do everything we need to do to fulfill God's desire for me and you. 
to live the awesome life that can only be lived when we live our lives imitating Him. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a wonderful spirit-filled event that's held at Word of Faith just for you. We invite all the saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to join us this Sunday evening for our Christmas musical at Word of Faith where we'll celebrate the birth of the Christ child in songs ministered by our anointed worship team. As Christmas approaches, it'll be good if we take our minds off the gifts that we need to buy and the ones we hope other people's buy for us and put our minds on the gift that God already gave us. Come on through as we set our focus for this Christmas season on that wonderful day when Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, was born. It starts at 7 p.m. sharp. It'll be followed with a wonderful reception in our fellowship hall. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. Make a point to be there and join this wonderful celebration of the birth of our Savior. Oh, come let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. It'll be good to see you and your family there. I look forward to seeing all of you Sunday evening at the Christmas Cantata at a Word of Faith essay. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.